Gaysa Radio, where you are family. Sazi Jolly speaks to us about being Christian and transgender. There's a few verses in the Bible, and anyone can go and read because uh, I'm tired of people confusing the word of God and judging people due to their lives. And yeah, basically, in Genesis chapter one, Genesis chapter one, we know it's all about creating and creation. So when God was creating, he already created humans in chapter, okay, in chapter 26, he was given an idea whereby he was in a covenant. He was not alone. We do not know who he was with at that time because he says, let us create a man in our own image. And a man in our own image meaning there's someone who can look like Sazi, there's someone who can look like Letitia, there's someone who can look like Donald Trump, there's someone who can look like anyone else. But he said, let us make a man in our own image because now we do not know who are they. Uh, Maybe there were trans people that time whereby God said, let us make a man in our own image because that's an image of God. But uh, an interesting part, Adam is not yet made, but God in chapter 28 is already giving authority to these people who is already created to say they must remultiply and they must uh, reproduce themselves. And Adam is not made. And going to Genesis chapter 2, if you follow the Bible right, you'll find that God started creating Adam in Genesis chapter 2, verse 15. And so funny that these there were already people whereby God has already uh, created. That's why we find um, Kabel, Adam's son, getting married uh, to foreign people because God already created other people. Uh, we do not know if they're trans or not. And we do not know if they were cisgender or not. We do not know if they were straight or not. We do not know much about them because it's not being told. We're not there. But God created people who are on his own image. And if you know an image of God, you know that an image of God is human. So I'm human and everybody's human is an image of God. We're all different. There are some people who are fat. That's an image of God. There are people who are skinny. That's an image of God. There are thieves. That's an image of God. That's why we do not speak about those people because he created by them with a weight. But Adam was very much different because he said, I want to show people that there's something about a person. A person has this thing that we see a physical being and an inner person. That's why when Adam is created, he is created fully because Adam means uh, human. Human means complete by God. So he was complete, but uh, due to time and due to seeing Adam that he was bored, uh, he said, no, let us, let me make ever. And ever simply means the living one. So he made Adam sleep. That's the funny part. Because Eva was living in Adam almost 
all this time when he was naming the dogs, the cats, the cows, whatever. But when he said, okay, I need someone else now. He said, I'll make Adam sleep. And Adam slept. And Genesis chapter uh, 2, verse 18, he says, it's not okay for a man to live alone. So then he started creating Eva. And then we see Eva coming out from Adam and Eva being the living part. That's why Adam, when he sees Eva, says, this is me, actually. This is the bone of my bones. This is actually me. That's why he was saying that that is actually me. I'm just looking at myself in a mirror. And what I was always have seen myself in a dress, this is me. This is just me with boobs now. This is just me with hips now. This is just me with a vagina now. So this is how God started making people to notice that it's okay to transition, but people still don't understand that God already knew that because they were just saying God created Adam and Eva and whatnot, whatnot, but God created Eva from Adam. And if I transition, that means I'm taking out my Eva from my body to be seen outsidely. And if we go further, the Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, this is my favorite script. It says, before I formed you, I, I, that's God speaking. I formed you. I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And I knew you. So whatever you're going through, whatever is happening, God knows that I uh, that's you because God already knew you. And um, uh, where's the scripture? I'm trying to remember whereby he says, even um, before the foundations of the earth, I already knew you. I'll remember later and I'll come back to it. But God already knew us. And that's why people should understand that God knows us very well if you are going through a hardship right now god knows that you're gonna be a king one day you need to go through this and even if you are born unprivileged god knows that tomorrow it's not gonna be the same so it's the very same thing with being trans god knows that you were not meant to be this you meant to go through this journey so that I can show my glory to people. And let me show my glory to people by you showing them that anything is possible because the Bible says nothing is impossible with God. Anything is possible. I love this verse very much. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ. He is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. So if today I say I'm in Christ, you should forget that yesterday who I was. If my name yesterday was uh, Saul, because we talk of Saul who changed to be Paul uh, because now he was in Christ. And 
when Paul is in Christ, they forget that he was the killer of people. So it's the very same thing with trans people. God knows that uh, when you become in him, all the other things have passed. You needed to pass those things. You needed to pass uh, being assigned male at birth. You needed to pass all those things and become yourself. That's what this scripture talks about. It talks about being a new creation in Christ. So all the part, all the go, all it says, all the old has gone and the new has become. So if today uh, I come and I'm having done my operation, I haven't done anything. That simply says, the old is still there. But when I'm coming back and coming back with this new life, that doesn't mean God would would not recognize me. He will still recognize me because the new has come. Because God sees us. And before you heard me with Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, he said, "Uh, I knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. And I bless it you. So that's what he's saying. God already knows us. John chapter 3. Yeah, this is John chapter 3. Verse 3 to 6. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless they're born in spirit Flesh give birth to flesh. Listen to this. Flesh give birth to flesh. Spirit give birth to spirit. And we're talking about entering the kingdom of God. So the kingdom of God is not entered by flesh. It's entered by spirit. So if my spirit says I'm a woman, that means my spirit will give rise to a woman and I will enter the kingdom of God because God doesn't only cease because if uh, we if we go further in the word of God uh, we go to to first Samuel uh, verse 16. Chapter 16, verse 7, he says, um, God doesn't see men like men see other men, but he sees the inner man, the inner person. So he sees the heart. If you go to the new version of the Bible, he says he sees the heart. But actually what he's saying, he says he sees the soul. My soul is different from my physical being. So if God is viewing me wherever heaven it is and wherever heaven it's at, God sees me as a soul, doesn't see this physical being, doesn't see this choppy person, but sees the physical physical being. So the Bible simply says that if you read the Corinthians, uh, the only way we can enter, no, sorry, John, the only way we can enter the kingdom of God it's through spirit and God sees the spirit and first Samuel is like verifying that God only sees us in spirit and sees us for the real 
who we are, not uh, what other people see us. That's why we cannot hide. The Bible says we cannot hide from God. Where can you hide from him? It says that. It asks that question. You can go deep down under the sea. God still sees you. You can go under the bed. God still sees you. You can go up in this space. God sees you because he doesn't see the physical being. He sees the spirit. Whenever the spirit, the spirit, there is God. And wherever there is God, there is spirit. So God views us in spirit, doesn't view us in our body. Yes, this body, um, if the Bible says when Jesus returns, um, it says we'll be like him. And that we find that in Romans uh, chapter 7. Uh, verse 22 it says no um, uh, we'll be like him when he returns and all the immortal will just stay and the immortals will appear and will be like him what does the word say means by that it means the physical being will just sit here and we're going to transform into these things that will look like him because now everything will be like him. We will just know that is Jesus and will be like him. And people forget those basic things and they call themselves Christians. And, and if you go back to Romans, it says, I, I, I have to rejoice. This is Paul speaking. He says, I have to rejoice uh, according to the inner man. The inner man needs to rejoice. So if my inner man doesn't rejoice, that means I'm dead in Christ. Therefore, if rejoicing the inner man means I have to transition to look like the inner man, that means I have to transition to look like the inner man, not like and not like what is happening whereby the inner man should suffer and you are not godly because lying to God and saying you're happy while you're not happy, it means you'll suffer because this thing will just stay here because this is flesh. As we had that flesh, when we die, they say, uh, flesh to flesh, soul to soul, spirit to spirit. And where the spirit goes, it goes to God. And where the flesh goes, it goes down the earth and it's eaten by whatever and it's become fossils. And it's, after many years, fossils change to gold and or whatever minerals. So this is what is happening. People should understand that God only views us in spirit and only knows us in spirit, not the physical being. Yes, I could uh, be disarmed today. It uh, doesn't mean God doesn't like me, but he's just giving a testimony about my life. So if we understand these basic five or six verses, we'll understand what really God means about us. And to recap, it's Genesis chapter one, whereby he's creating humans. And 
Genesis chapter 2, when he's creating Adam, and it's, we go to Jeremiah chapter 1, we go to 2 Corinthians chapter 15, we go to John chapter 3, and we go to 1 John chapter 3, and we go to 1 Samuel chapter 16 and Romans chapter 7. And if you understand this scripture, you'll understand that being uh, yourself doesn't mean that you are disputing God. It just means that God already knew that you were this person. The only time you are doing a sin is whereby you say, uh, I'm not trans or I'm not what the word says I am because it's whereby you now saying God made a mistake. God didn't make a mistake. And that's another thing that we need to learn, that God doesn't make a mistake. The Bible says so. And the Christians always fight us with the verse and say, God says doesn't make a mistake. God doesn't make a mistake. It simply teaches us that um, it's not a mistake to be trans. And it's not okay, it's not a mistake to be born or assigned a different gender at birth. It simply means he's taking you throughout your journey to have a testimony one day to speak about him. And if you understand that, everything would be perfect. Geisha Radio, where you are family, that was Sazi Jolly talking to us about being Christian and transgender.